Slam dunk the funk. I'm putting it up if you got that feeling. Slam dunk the funk. I'm putting it up. I'm putting it up. Yes, if you could put up those shelves like I asked, rather than gyrate your groin at my daughter, then that would be perfect. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Stu and Al pod with him, Stu. Me, Al. Did you like my uh, slam dunk? Do you reckon that's why five ended up like stopping then because of uh, the controversy with that song? Yeah, because they just kept thrusting at people. Oh. Put up the shelves and not put it up like you were saying, you bloody were. So, Stu, before we start, Stu, before we go into any jokes, did you know that on the 15th of May it is our three-year anniversary of the podcast? Is it? It's when the first episode was released. I checked. Uh, it says on the uh, website, so I was like, oh, that's quite... That's What's quite... that, a week on Monday, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, week today, week today. Week today, yeah, week today. Yeah, which is, yeah, Monday, yeah. Are we doing out? Uh, no. Oh. We'd release the best of, couldn't we? But that would be far too much editing. Yeah, nah, fuck that. Yeah. So, Stu, what you got to tell me? I've got a new feature, Al. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what called it? uh, Movie Watch with Roy Keane. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's about him saying baby. No. Okay, go on then. Uh, well, he couldn't be here in person, unfortunately, so here's the uh, tape. Okay, thank you. And click. How's it going, lads? Roy Keane here. Well, I've been watching two films this week, and um, here's what I thought of them. Hi, I'm Roy Keane. Speed. Look at you, Jack Kevin, crying about a bus blowing up and then jumping on a speeding bus. Look at you crying when your dumb and dumber cop friend gets blown up in a house. What a baby. What a big baby. Just catch the criminal and be done with it and defuse it. Baby. <laughs> I also watched I also watched Jumanji. Look at you, Alan Parrish. Crying because you got sucked into a game for 20 years. <laughs> and taking it out on kids after they release you as well. And then crying because you're scared of Van Pelt. And crying about a stampede. And crying about the whole game in general. What a baby. What a big baby. Just get on with the game and finish it. Baby. <laughs> oh, before I go, I forgot I watched The Wizard of Oz as well. Yeah. Look at you, Dorothy. Crying because you aren't in Kansas anymore. Look at you meeting a stupid scarecrow. And a man in tin. And some wimp lion. All of you crying because you can't have what you want. What a big bunch of babies. What a big babies you all are. Just go back home. Babies. <laughs> I think I've got the name of the uh, episode already. Join me next week where I'll be watching more films and then giving you my opinion on them. See you later. Babies. <laughs> I watched that again the other day. Just because I have to watch it every I few do. days because it just makes me laugh so I much. Actually, every time I watch it, I watch it about five times. Yeah, it is good. It's... I want to keep doing that as well now. I'm going to do a baby every week on a film. <laughs> well, Stu, uh, I was out last night on the lash with a couple, with three um, big music stars from you know the past 50 years. Yep. No, you weren't really then. I thought you actually were out on the lash then. Well, I was. I was out with Sir Tom Jones, yeah. Dame Shirley Bassey, Ooh. and Elton and Sir Elton John. Oh. oh, I'll tell you what, Stu, we're in one of these pubs, right? And we're just getting started. And Elton John says, oh, I'm going to drink 10 martinis tonight. And I said, all oh, right, Elton, I, I believe you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Tom Jones goes, oh, you know me, I'm going to drink uh, 20 whiskeys tonight, so I am. And I said, oh, you, you want to watch yourself. Tom, calm down. Shirley Bassett, I can't do the accent. Shirley said, I'm going to drink. That sounds like Elton John. Same sort of voice. I'll just do the same sort of voice. Shirley Bassett says, I'm going to drink 50 pints of lager. And I said, 50 pints of lager. I said, surely you can't be serious. And she said, I am serious. So. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> joke, <isn't it? laughs> 
you know what, Stu? I wrote that about two weeks ago, and I was so happy with it. I've, I've had to keep it under my hat for two weeks. The best part is you just left it. I am serious. Yeah, yeah, I am serious. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, here's top three. Top three. In each episode... Me and Al are set subjects where we tell you our top three things about it. Uh, so, for example, oh, and obviously we open it out to the worldwide and they tell us their top threes as well. Very true. Um, so, for example, if you're not sure what I'm on about, Alex, what would be your top three things to sit on? Oh, a chair. Yep. Uh, this cushion that I'm sat on now. Um, yep. And also... Um, the board of directors for a multi-million dollar company. Wow. I yeah. would choose um, this chair I'm sitting on. Yep. A, a wonderful beanbag chair. Yeah. And a donkey on a beach. Oh, down at Skeggy Beach. <clears throat> so it was my choice for this episode's top three, and I chose top three Daves. Mm. Going back to the... Sort of an anniversary, still, isn't it? Because it's coming up to three years. In the first episode, we did top three. Um, Marks. So now we're doing top three Daves because apparently everyone knows a Dave. So, Stu, would you like to kick us off with your third favourite Dave? Yeah, I would. I was actually going through them earlier because I couldn't remember if we'd done something or not. Yeah. But our first top ten were top three Marks, yeah. chocolate bars, smells, game shows, crisps, Cult 90s footballers, daily things you don't want to do, Marvel superheroes, films that sound like pornos, <clears throat> and 90s WWF wrestlers. Ah. My first 10. Nice. Uh, but number three, out my top three days, I've got David Beckham at number three. Oh, Dave Beckham. You have to call him Dave, Steve. Oh, Golden him Balls himself. Beckham is a retired English professional footballer. Widely regarded as one of the greatest English players of his generation. Oh, you got this straight from Wikipedia. The... Huh? You got this straight no. from Wikipedia. No, it's not from Wikipedia, actually. Okay. Yeah, chat GPT. <laughs> uh, he played for some of the biggest clubs in the world, including Real Midad, PSG, Man United, and AC Milan. He's also known for his charity work, including his work as a UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador. Fun fact, Al. Yep. David Beckham once hit a seagull from the halfway line in a game of football with a football. What position was he playing? <laughs> right midfield. Seagull. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before I give you my first one, Stu, I, I I couldn't. I went through a list of days and I was just like, I, I just came up with three because I just I, I couldn't decide which were my favourites. So I've, I've got three. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I, I had a lot. Yeah. I had to like wheel it down, but I had a, I got a few honourable mentions. Yeah. Well, my number three, Stu, is Dave Schwimmer, also known as Ross from Friends. That's David Schwimmer. Now no, they're all you got to call them Daves. Why? Because it's Dave, top three Daves. We said top three Daves or Davids. Yeah, but it's da top three Daves. You just call them Daves. All right. Now Dave Schwimmer, who might turn up in the episode again later. Uh, oh, great. Was born on the 2nd of November 1966 in New York, but he was raised in LA, quite far away ah. from it. Uh, he's best known for Friends, Madagascar, uh, Band of Brothers. Uh, apparently, still. Right, Dick in Band of Brothers. I found this fact out, which I found really weird. He turned down Will Smith's role in Men in Black. Imagine that film if it had been David Schwimmer instead. That would have been better. Why are there aliens <laughs> everywhere? Um, he's also allergic to cats. So, is he? Yeah, apparently. But not imagine if like Dave Schwimmer replaced Will Smith in every film that Will Smith's done. Could do from now on, couldn't he? Welcome to Earth, <laughs> Serena and Venus. I'm your father. Say, <laughs> uh, was Will Smith was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jaden Smith. Just look at me. I'm in the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with aliens invading this planet, Independence Day. <laughs> wickedy, wickedy, wild, wild west. <laughs> All right, Stu, what's your second? Who's your second favorite? Dave. Dave. Hey, Martin Lawrence. 
We're bad boys for life. <laughs> uh, two, David Bowie. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. David Bowie was an English singer-songwriter and actor who rose to fame in the 1970s and became one of the most influential figures in pop music. Classic albums including the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spanish from Mars, Heroes, and Let's Dance. He also ventured into films, appearing in Labyrinth, Zoolander, and Prestige. What an artist. Huh? He's very good in the Prestige, as I remember. Like and in Labyrinth, that. apparently he sang a lot. I've not seen it. He doesn't Fun sing fact. A okay, yeah. David Bowie's real name is David Jones. Excellent. Well, thank you, Stu. My number two, Stu, is Dave Jason. Al Delboy. Al Delboy. I was watching episodes of uh, of Only Fools and Horses yesterday, and I thought, well, I can't He was not. one of my honourable mentions, David Jason. Born on the 2nd of February 1940 in Edmonton, London. He's famous for Only Fools and Horses, Touch of Frost, Open All Hours, plus many, many more. Darling Buds of May. Darling Buds of May. Perfect. Um, he was knighted in 2005. That bloody time. Originally, his, his actual real name is David White. Um, but because somebody already got that name, he couldn't have that as an actor so um, the name Jason, people used to think the name Jason came from his twin brother who died at birth, but it wasn't. Jason came from his favourite film, Jason and the Argonauts. So that's a good one, isn't it? So there you go that's on. That's a good one. No, I um, it was Yeah, I should have probably picked him instead of Beckham now, but never mind. You're doing it now. Yeah. Now, Del Boyd, I mean, it's got to be one of the best uh, TV characters ever. There you go. Go on then. Let's give us your number one. My number one is David Cross. Oh, Dave Cross. I was going to have him, but uh, he was one of my honourable mentions. David Cross is an American comedian, writer and actor who has made a name for himself for his irreverent, politically charged humour. Best known for his work on the sketch comedy show Mr. Show with Bob and David as well as his brilliant role as Dr. Tobias Funke in Arrested Development. Probably one of my favourite TV characters of all time. That um, sketch show he did was absolutely fantastic. I haven't seen it, you know. Oh, there's some sketches. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, on YouTube, you can find sketches of it. I've, like, one of the best ones is the um, pre-recorded talk show. It's hilarious. And then there's one about him doing an audition and he keeps doing it over and over but it's the, the audition is so funny but it's, it's definitely worth checking out if you can yeah, find I'll it have a look. Uh, as a writer Cross has also contributed to shows such as the Ben Stiller show and the Simpsons ooh fun fact he auditioned for the title role on House MD did he? ah hmm, okay fair enough well my number one Stu is Dave Ginola the uh, ex-footballer I figured you'd have some sort of Newcastle uh, reference in there. So Dave Ginola, born on the 25th of January 1967 in Gassin, France. Oui. Played for teams such as Newcastle, Tottenham and Paris Saint-Germain. And the Villa. Up the Villa. I'm not saying them. Um, made five <laughs> of three appearances in his career and scored 81 goals. He's actually turned, he turned his hand to acting, Stu, and he's been in four shows slash films. None of which I've ever heard of. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know he was nice for. Uh, he is an international spokesman for Red Cross anti landmines campaign. So, he's doing his bit, isn't he? and he's still, when you see him now, he's still devilishly handsome. One is he? First, yeah, one of the first sort of handsome footballers, wasn't he? One of the, one of the playboys. So, there we go. He's, actually, um, he's actually my striker on my Premier League team on FIFA as well at the minute. Oh, nice. Right, so give us uh, give us the social media rights. Social media rights. Okay, so we start with Alyssa. Yep. Uh, she went for Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean, not the Monkeys. Those are shit. Dave Chappelle Those and Dave Boa. Those films are shit. But That's it's a good right. choice. Dave Chappelle and Dave Bowie. Yeah, good choices. Hayes has gone for Dave Bowie, Dave Beckham, Dave Schwimmer. Yep. Laura has gone for The Hoff, David Attenborough, 
Dave Chappelle, HM Dave Caruso, Richie B, Dave Attenborough, Dave Chappelle, David featuring Goliath. Okay, yeah. Uh, Johnny, uh, the half, Dave Seaman, Dave Attenborough. Frank He's gone for Dave Arquette, Dave Fincher, Dave Bowie. Yep. It's regular Gav. It's regular Gav. He talks a load of old shite. He really does. Uh, Gav went with Hoff, Michelangelo's David, and Dave Grohl. Yep. Um, Chesa G, Dave Lister, Dave Attenborough, Dave Boreanaz. Angel from Buffy. Or him from Bones. I thought it was Borealis then. I thought it was one of the Borealis. Boys. Yeah, Dave, Dave Borealis is actually Dave Borealis. That's his real name. Yeah. Uh, Bren went with Bowie Rodney from Fools and Horses. Yeah. And hello, Dave, from the yeah. League of Gentlemen. And finally, our Wolfie. Yep. Now, I've gone back to Twitter for this because it's a lot. He's put Dave Becks. Yep. Dave DeHay, spelled yeah. H-A-Y, and in brackets, goalie mate. <laughs> and Dave Rooney. Rooney's real name is Dave, mate. And don't even not call me a fucking liar or nothing, mate. <laughs> Good old Wolfie. We told him that Rooney is void, because his name's Wayne. And then he put, don't not, don't call me an idiot, mate. Podcast ain't not good, mate. Nobs. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, all I could do was just uh, laugh as a reply. I don't know, I don't know anything else to say on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was fun. Uh, more from Wolfie later on. I've got a few honourable mentions, Stu. Uh, I'll try and think, I think of one. You said most of mine, mate. I, mine was the well, Attenborough, Chappelle, the David Jason... Yeah, I've got David Cross. Obviously, said that Attenborough, uh, Dave from Chaz and Dave. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, and also um, Dave Royal from the Royal Family. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Stu, what's the next top three, please? Yeah, so I was checking out. I'm pretty sure we've not done this. I know we did Nickelodeon, but next top three, I want your '90s kids TV shows. So all the stuff from CBBC, CITV, all that kind of stuff. Excellent. Oh, uh, yes, excellent. Sounds good. So we did episode, Nick, we did shows from Nickelodeon before. We did do Nickelodeon. Shows, just check, but I don't think we've done nineties kids shows. So no, hence it's in now. All right. So we yeah. So should we make so they can't be any Nickelodeon shows because that's already gone. All right, because we've done Nickelodeon. So we just want stuff from CITV or CBBC. If you don't live in the UK or if you spent your childhood away from the UK, then you could just have your you know, your country's equivalent to that. Excellent. Uh, so that's in the next episode. So you can get in contact with us and tell us your favourite 90s kids shows uh, at stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at stewandalpod. So that was top three. And now it's time for the Naughty Corner. Oh, naughty. We can discuss our favourite songs and films. In the Naughty Corner. Ooh. On each episode, we are going through the noughties and asking you for your favourite film or single. In the last episode, we had your favourite single from the year 2001, and that poll went up on Twitter. Did not go up on Twitter. Actually, remember what I said? Oh, How long should I put the poll up? He said, I'll leave it for now and go back to it. So and I left it for now, but then I didn't go back to it. Oh, we have It's not gone up on Twitter. So it's, a bit of our, it's a bit of both our faults. If I put it up when I said I would, then it would have been all right. But do you, do you remember, Stu, what the what the choices were? No. Okay, never mind. Right. So in this episode, it is time for your uh, favorite film from the year two thousand and two. Now, Stu, the two thousands is shit. Like, there are some good films and and songs, but there's a lot of shit. Like. Uh, it's been like what Frank said this week. He had a couple of gems, but there was a lot of turkeys that year. Yeah. So, still, so I'll, I'll give you mine first. My favourite film from 2002 is Catch Me If You Can. Good film. It is a very I good film. I liked it. But if it was in any other year, if it was in the 90s, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been my uh, favourite. 
so 2000, uh, so Catch Me If You Can stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, and Christopher Walken. Hey, it's where he tell, tells the couple of field mice in Buckingham. Why you try and catch me if you can? Uh, and it also stars a very young Amy Adams in one of her breakout roles. Now, I thought this was her first role, but it's not. She was in quite a few things before it. But it was probably one of her uh, big breakout roles. Uh, Meredith Grey as well. Georgia, uh, who's on the run from the FBI. It's based on a true story, but um, I was reading about it. And I think I've read about it before that Tom Hanks... Porky's went in there, didn't it? What? <laughs> a lot of Porky's went in the film, I think. Yeah, well, Tom Hanks's character, Carl Hanratty, uh, wasn't actually based on a single person. He never actually called, he never had this relationship with a single FBI agent. He didn't call them at Christmas. It was all, that wow. was made up for the film. So that was a bit sad that that was made up. But there you go. So, Stu, that's mine. Tell us yours. Probably put that in to make you feel sorry for him a bit then. Well, it makes the story a little bit better, doesn't it? And that. Alex, I'm with Dog Soldiers. I love that film. That is a great film. 2002 British horror film directed by Neil Marshall. Like, oh, I'm really? direct a film with dog soldiers, man. It's about these dogs, Ray, and it's about these soldiers. <laughs> okay. So, follows a group of British soldiers on a training exercise in the Scottish Highlands, although it's filmed in Luxembourg. Or, oh, or to do it on the cheap. Yeah. Uh, but they become attacked by a group of bastard werewolves. Uh, it's become a cult classic over the years uh, with fans of the horror genre in particular. Uh, it's, it's definitely a standout in the world of horror cinema. Fun fact, how all werewolves involved in the film were not harmed during the making of this film. Thank goodness for that. What a film, though. Eh? Even though there is no spoon line and all that shit. Oh, yeah. All kinds of little nods in there to, for all sorts of stuff. I've not watched it for ages. It's, it's a film that I always... When it's on, I will watch it because it's it's on channel. Yeah. It's usually on like film four, isn't it? Because it's because it's, it's currently on ITVX. Oh, is it? it? Some adverts. Yeah, yeah. Well, Stu, um, that's our two films that will go into the poll. But uh, what have the social media people said? Um, I didn't get many actually. Frank. Frank picked the pianist. Yep. Cassidy went for Gangs of New York. Yeah, great film. His regular gap, his regular gap. He tells a load of old shite. He really does. He went with the pianist as well. That's a pianist. And um, Brem went for Eight Mile. Wolfie, and I'll go back to Twitter again here. <laughs> Wolfie wrote 24 hour party people, P E E P L E. Because yeah. it's in Manchester and that's where Man U are, mate. Think there's a Man U game in it and Rooney's in it. <laughs> that so is a great put... film, though, 24 hours. So is that a film about 24 people having a party? Because he only put 24 party people, actually. That's 24 oh, okay. hours. And he went, about fucking Manchester music scene, your knob. <laughs> we put my knob has nothing to do with the Manchester music scene. Wolfie realising he made a mistake there didn't reply. <laughs> uh, even Brendan chiming in saying I'm with Wolfie on this one, great film it is a very good film yeah, it is a good film, it's probably going to make the poll as well So, okay, right, so 24 hour party people and then um, what had two votes? Pianist I guess Pe Penist Penist the Penist <laughs> so my that, film, your that, film that would the, just be the porno version of it wouldn't it? my <laughs> film, your film, 24 hour party and Willie's that's the poll. <laughs> That's the poll. So the poll will hopefully go up on Twitter this week. Um, it will. I think that there, as Stu said, there was a reason. For it. It's because we've uh, we missed a week. So this. Yeah, yeah, we didn't want to. We didn't want the poll up for three weeks, did we? So, so yeah, we, we I just forgot to go back and put it up. That's all. Yeah. Um. So so you can vote for those, and in the next episode, we would like your favorite single from the year two thousand and two. No doubt, there's a lot of shit out there, but try and pick one out anyway. Um. And there'll be, be a goodie out. somewhere. Yeah, stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. So there we go. Oh, still to come, a very special guest joins us for In the News. I popped down to London. London? I'm pretty sure I popped down to London this time as well for the bag of nails. You do. 
Uh, Mike Reed is here for one and a half tips. It's up versus under siege and tits up. Oh, I ended up watching all of under siege in the end, and I got really into it. <laughs> uh, but for now, here's Al with an advert. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. It's been almost 20 years since Friends showcased its final episode. And we feel it's now time to say thank you. Thank you for being friends. Hi. <laughs> this week on Fox, we'll be saying a special thank you to Ross. We'll remember such lines as, Monica, please tell Chandler to stop having sex with my monkey. And Monica... <laughs> Why is my <laughs> why is my monkey pregnant with with Monica's with Chandler's child again? And who could forget Monica? Why are you and Chandler in a sexual throuple with my monkey? Plus, we'll have a one-off interview with the man himself. That poor monkey. Coming this fall on Fox. Now it's time for the news. Is that that one, Stu? No. <laughs> In each episode, Stu goes tells us a few news stories. They're always a little bit funny and a little bit silly. Um, and we'll get the news. Well, I just said that. <laughs> the weather. Yeah, Sport travels with Arnie. Uh, something with Arnie and Dr. Doris. So yeah. here we go. Here are headlines. <clears throat> Cheers out. Former Roman, former Roman dictator struggles to figure out what the weather is doing. Uh, it's hail Caesar. <laughs> Very good. Robinson's fruit squash voted best drink at music festivals. It's being called Top of the Pops. Oh, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. fires his maid. He said she couldn't even iron, man. Oh, yeah, good. But first, uh, there have been mixed reactions this week as former emperors shared their weapon of choices. Genghis Khan chose his favourite hefty club. William the Conqueror picked his trusty sword. And Napoleon, dynamite. Oh, <laughs> With times being tough, it seems more and more celebrities are taking up side projects just to get by these days. Bruce Springsteen has started his own cleaning company called Spruce Sprinkling. Oh, that's good. A certain Australian actor who played Scott Robinson in Neighbours and wearing a technical dream coat as Joseph can now be found selling kebabs in his new business, Jason Donovan. <laughs> uh, need some flowers? Then look... <laughs> Need some flowers that impress like the wind blows? Then look no further than Florist Gump. <laughs> if you like getting your hair cut while listening to show tunes, then pay a visit to Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and finally, need help moving house while learning Kung Fu? Then why not hire Jean-Claude Van Man? Oh, yes. Yes, please. Help them all out if you can. Kiva Sutherland hit the headlines when he and a few friends got lost when hiking near the Grand Canyon this week. Thankfully, after an extensive search, though, all were found and they managed to find the lost boys. Yeah. After another defeat this weekend from Manchester United, is it time for them to worry about a poor finish to the end of the season? Johnny's now is self-titled best ever Man U fan mate, Wolfie. Wolfie, welcome to the show. Or at me. That's the voice I'm going to use for him. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm I'm very well, thank you. Uh, so, Wolfie, what has gone wrong this season? Ain't nothing gone wrong, mate. Top of the league, ain't we? No. Well, we're, we're like winning Champions League and stuff, though. So, tomorrow. Nope. Rooney, though. Retired. That's it, mate. Ain't got yeah, nothing to say on it. Uh, how long have you been a fan of the club? Uh, when they were winning. Since they were winning. Because... Um, I'm from like um, Stoke, so I got a tie to a mainer. Okay, 
Uh, do you go to many? Do, do you go to many games, Wolfie? No, nah, because there's like the tickets and like the trains don't not run that like from Stoke and that. Pretty sure they do. Nah. In fact, there's a train leaving in 20 minutes from Stoke to Manchester, which takes about 35 minutes, and it's only 12 pounds. Yeah, but the trains ain't like it's always sold out and that, mate. They're not. This one's still going, and it's not. It's literally in twelve minutes, and there's still tickets. Well, I got the thingy tonight, ain't I? You know what? Um, well, there's no game tonight, is the Wolfie? Obviously, is it not? Oh no, I know there's not. I know there ain't. Yeah. Okay then. Um, who is your favourite player, Wolfie? Rune. No surprise there. Um, if you was in charge of United, what would you do differently? Uh, probably win all the stuff. Like all the cups and the World Cup and that. They can't play in the World Cup though. I think they can, mate. No, that's for countries. Manchester United are a club. No, because I saw Man United in the World Cup last time. No. They, yeah, they did. They played in the World Cup. I know they did. Why well, was Rashford there then? And Shaw and Rooney. They were playing for England? Can't play for two teams, mate. You're thick. <laughs> Rooney wasn't there. What a thicko, you knob. I- Please refrain from swearing, please, Wolfie, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything to plug about your sad life, Wolfie? Or, uh, follow me on movie? Twitter. Huh? Follow me on Twitter. What's your, what's your tag? I think it's at Wolfie. I can't remember. Is it at fucking Nob? <laughs> no, that's your mum's one, mate. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. At Wolfie, is it? I can't remember. You can't remember? I wonder you could spell it, to be honest. <laughs> well, enjoy your gyro day today and um, tomorrow, Wolfie, and um, all the best to you. Cheers, mate. Yeah, how you get hit by a bus on the way home. See ya. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed being sp- Wolfie there. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed being Wolfie. I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> um, a bit of sport out while we're here. Oh, yes, please. Yep. Uh, Darth Vader came close to winning the Worldwide Company Bowling Tournament uh, this week when his late, exciting finish saw the Empire Strikes back-to-back uh, frames there, finishing on a 280. However, Clive from Tesco won with a score of 281. Ooh. He said, well, every skittle helps. Oh, God. <laughs> Here's health with Dr. Doris. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Doris here. Treated Kevin Bacon for leprosy this week. Poor bugger had a foot loose. <laughs> also treated Velma from the Scooby gang for rabies. Scooby came, Scooby came in and said, Rabies? I don't know you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good podcasting bell, that one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that one today as well. <laughs> Poetry Corner with Arnie. Ooh. And when wind and winter harden all the loveless land, it will whisper of the garden. Come with me if you want to live. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> In business, Microsoft complete the acquisition of Activision and have now renamed Microsoft Teams Calls of Duty. Oh, God. The weather will be furry. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks, Stu. That was a lovely in the news. Very good. Nicely wolfy on there as well. Uh, and now it's time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hi. In each episode, me and Al set each other a film to watch for the next episode, and then we quiz each other on the film we watched over the last two weeks, didn't it? Yeah. So last week, Al... I set you the uh, task of watching Under Siege. Yep. <laughs> Do you want my tagline for it? Yeah. Uh, mental trio Seagal, Busey and Jones attempt die hard on a boat. <laughs> like, they have picked the three craziest actors in the world. That he is a mental. Be- <laughs> Do you know what, though? Not film. I don't get why he dresses up in drag. I thought this because there's no reason for him to do it. It comes down and you think, oh, it's a bit of a joke. He's just like showing that he's a bit of a laugh. But there's no need for it whatsoever because, because a, then he's like, I'm, go- I'm going off to get the captain. All he could have yeah, done was and then he goes to get him. On, I'm going to go get the captain then. And that's it. 
Yeah. And he says, I'm your date, takes the wig off and shoots him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, his mate's not... it, it, it would have been better if he'd just come down and gone to get the captain without... That's what I mean. Dress I up. Just gone, I'm, off. I'm going to go get the captain and fight starting. And then yeah. that's it. There's literally no need for that scene. Because it's, it's, it's almost like you kind of, that they're doing it. So you go, that everyone else thinks, oh, he can't be a part of it. Like, he can't be one of the hijackers. But then he's instantly recognisable as one of the hijackers. It's not like he's blend, he's sort of gone, oh, it wasn't me. It's and the, so girl in, the girl in the cake as well, like, oh, I slept all the way through it. You yeah. slept through all that gunfire. Yeah, okay. And no one... And then no as soon one... as, it, so you slept through all that, but as soon as an alarm goes off, you jump straight out yeah. of the cake. And no one, no one mentions that she's there. Like no one says, "Oh, yeah. we'll get that girl we put in the cake." Like it's not her. mentioned until they see her later. And the bit at the end, Sigal, when he goes, someone says, "Hey, have you got something to say?" And he goes, "Hey, how about this?" And he just starts snogging her. And it's like, "All right, mate, <laughs> leave off." It's just so cheesy. Just a weird. But film. Uh, yeah, good so, though. So, Entertaining. I give you the film. Oh, have you got a tagline hmm. for that? Skip the uh, start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it starts well, sad, doesn't it? I know. It's good. I like the film up. It's a it's a really sweet film. Um, yeah. Okay, Stu. So the, it is currently eleven five to me. Um, so why don't you ask me questions first on this episode? Go for it. Start watching the football and focus on the podcast. I am. I'm just counting the score to see if I can actually still do it. But I can equalize, can't I? Get, if I win yeah. all the remainders. All right, question one then. What is the number on the USS Missouri? Oh, fuck knows. Who knows that? 796. 63. Oh, fucking hell. That's it's shown bad. about three times at the start, and they mention the number in the film as well. It's a hard question to start with. Who is Miss July 1989? That's the girl in the cake. Yeah, what's her name? Oh, Erica. What's the name of the actress? Jordan Tate. Oh, fucking hell. Fun fact: Jordan Tate was the name of one of our um, of one of the name of the characters in Baywatch. Yeah, I know. I read that fact. What's the name of the dancer in the kitchen? Oh, for fuck's sake! These are hard questions. Don't know. Start at the start of the film, Al. Cubal. These are well hard questions. Cubal. And the next one. To get Cubal. How many Tomahawk missiles are on board? A hundred. Thirty-two. Did you watch it? Come on. Uh, what's Tommy Lee Jones' code name on the radio? Fuck knows. Oh, actually, no, I do know this one. Hold on. Um, it's because he's never been caught. Uh, it's Wiley Coyote. No, the Roadrunner. Road Roadrunner, you drip. There you go. Ali scored none. No, I've got one. i got Roadrunner. You said Wiley Coyote. Yeah, and then I shouted Roadrunner. Let me have that one. It's one. Uh, I'll think about it. Come on, I'll, make, I'll change my questions and make it really hard. Guy down one, you got one. I've given you easy questions. All right, here's your five questions. Who is the adventurer at the start of the film? Can't remember his name. Charles Muntz. Uh, what is the name of the dog? Doug. Yeah. What colour is the first balloon that we see? Blue. Yeah. What is the name of the retirement home that he's going to go to? Shady Oaks. Yeah. What does Russell use um, as well as a balloon to catch up to the airship? The hose? He uses a leaf blower. Uh. And finally, what does Russell... Oh, sorry, no. Uh, that's what? it. Oh, that's that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you go. You got three. Oh, no. He's disappointed. Well, the questions you've given me recently are so hard. I'm going to get back into it, Al. I'm going to level five next, down. On the next one, I'm going to give you such hard questions that you won't get oh, any. Don't be a dickhead. Like, what, what's happening at exactly 11 minutes and 37 seconds? No, because it weren't that bad. If you actually bother watching that film... I did today, watch it! You need to start watching them the day before we record or the day I on. thought you were going to ask me, what's the name of the ship? Okay, that would have been an easy question. Um, what are the names of the missiles on board? Where are they going to? Where do they you want do you want your uh, tie break? Yes. I'm probably be ridiculously hard. What are the names of the two gods? Don't know. Out Seagal in the freezer. Don't know. Ziggs. See, too hard. No. If you watched it today, you would have got all of them. No, I wouldn't have got that. When you put no loads of names in of characters, that's really hard. 
What right, does no Carl names take, from now on. What does, where does Carl want to take his house? That, uh, mountaintop. Paradise Falls. Yeah. All right, give me my next one. Ron, V. You've got Veronica on Netflix. What the fuck's that? It looks good. Well, Stu, knowing you're a massive Craig Fairbrass fan from the films, uh, Rise of the Foot Soldier, I've given you Villain, which is on Netflix. You're a knobhead, you are. Shut up. That was good. I was nearly giving you a different one called A Violent Man, which also stars Craig Fairbrass. I'd rather that one. No, you, yeah, honestly, you wouldn't. That's even worse. Have you seen both of these? No. Well, I've seen Villain. I've not seen Veronica. I've never even heard of it. Why did you start watching all these Fairbrass films? Because they're good. Are they? <laughs> right. Bag of nails. <laughs> Cheer up, you mighty cunt. <laughs> On each episode, still I take a trip down to London to meet some of the patrons down the bag of nails. Stu, it was your turn this week. Um, Though it's probably the same recording that you had a few weeks ago when I went and you thought it was you. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. And click. Hello. My name is Mike Policeman. I'm a police officer and I'm from Denmark. In Hull, a little village called Denmark. Okay. Look it up. Is that real? My catchphrase. Is that real? Is there a village called Denmark in Hull? That's where I'm from. Okay. I think that is the uh, is the answer I'd give to the question you'd probably have asked is if that's real. Okay. Hello, everyone. Mike Policeman here. You know, a lot of people say cops are like a box of chocolates, and it's true. We'll both kill your dog. <laughs> that was a bit harsh. That actually happened over the weekend, didn't it? I don't know. Yeah, two lose. dogs shot by cops. Really, really harsh. Pulled someone over the other day. I said, Have you been drinking? They said, Yep. Seven beers, five shots, and about six glasses of wine. I said, Well, I'll need you to take a breathalyzer. They said, Why? Don't you believe me? <laughs> yeah. Got a call out to a shop where someone bought six smoke machines. We asked what <clears throat> we asked why they called us. Shop guy said he was worried he might shop guy said he was worried he might be part of some extreme mist group. Shocking. <laughs> oh shit, I included Chris on this bit. <laughs> oh. Ah Alex, how are you this evening? Alright. You know everyone, I pulled Alex over the other day. And I said, looks like you've been drinking. Can you say the alphabet starting with the letter M? What did you say? Start with the letter what? M. Malphabet. He, he said malphabet, cheeky swine. <laughs> Nicked him, I don't know, give him a good beating down the station. How's your arse now? Still sore? <laughs> yep. You know those cops don't get get you know those cops don't get tired of beating people. We do get a chance of arrest afterwards. Oh, God. I had to let someone go the other day. Didn't like it. She said, I'm the daughter of two famous artists. You have to let me go. We apologised and said, fine. You're free to go. God. (laughs) One for the road. The number 29 has been murdered. We've arrested all numbers from 24 to 34. But we think 31 might be the prime suspect. Oh, God. See ya, cunts. Very nice. Thank you, Stu. Well, I'll be heading down to Bago Nails in the next episode. Um, but now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with two tips from Walford's very own Mike Reed. Ooh, run around! Excuse <laughs> right, the cassette then, Stu. Okay. <laughs> and click. Hello everyone, Mike Reed here. How you doing? You alright? Mm-hmm. I said you alright. Yeah. I can't hear you at the back. Oh, can't hear us at all. Let me turn my hearing aid up. Mike Reed for a hearing aid. What? <laughs> anyway, here's two more tips for your show. Struggling to win at Monopoly? Easy. 
Just slowly sneak all the houses from the banker's tray and eat them. Or shove them up your ass, whichever. <laughs> Nobody can win then. Yep. <laughs> Two. Need a poo during the film at the cinema? Yeah. Well, even I can't help you with that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, not even in your popcorn box. Well, you could try that, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> or shout bomb. Everyone <laughs> run out, and then you've got the freedom of the uh, freedom of the seats. <laughs> Lovely. Bob, whatever you want. Still carry well, on watching films. Well, thanks, Mike. More of those same time next episode. Now, it's coming towards the end of the show, so let's get the... Uh, Let's get the jargon out of the way. On the oh, next we've had an episode, email, Al. We've had an email. We've had oh, an email. Let me do these bits first. Get these bits out of the way. Um, so on our next episode, uh, it's Stu's choice for top three to do. So on the next episode, it is top three. 90s kids TV shows from CITV or CBBC. If you're not from the UK, your country's equivalent to that. Excellent. And also, we would like your top single from the year 2002. You can get in contact with us, Stu and Alpod, at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Stu and Alpod. So, Stu, an email. Read yep. it out, please. Dear Stu and Al, they say something lost is always found in the last place you look for it. Well, that's not true. I've lost my car keys, and the last place I looked was down the sofa, and they're definitely not there. Any ideas where they could be? Um, P.S. Oh, yeah. MC Hammer is playing at the Theatre Royale next Friday. Do you want tickets? Standing room only. Your pal, Carol Desclamp from Scarborough. Oh, as always, yes, I would like tickets to MC Ooh, Hammer. Though, it's a bit far, Ooh. isn't it? Scarborough. Yeah, but to see MC Hammer, phew. and it's standing. Yeah, I'd want to be standing. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, so yes, please. Um, and if they're not down the sofa, then they're gone forever because, you know, don't just what you want to do is. Is it was it his car? Did he say? She said it was her car. Yeah, she said it was her car. Set the car on fire, um, claim the insurance money, and go and buy a new car. That's all you can there do. You go, Carol, I would this have said the same thing. Yeah. So Stu, um, I've got another little quiz for you. Yes. Uh, I've given it a good name. I think it's called. It's called bloody what? So I thought it was a good name. So Stu, what I've done is I've found ten films that were nearly called something else. Right. So, um, I'm going to give you uh, the name that the film was nearly called, and I'd like you to tell me uh, what the film is. Now, if you can't guess it, I will then give you an additional clue, which I will do in the form of a quote from the film. Um, even though I'm okay. not putting those down, but I'll um, I'll give you a quote, and those quotes will be read by uh, Christopher Walken. No, what kind of Jeremy Paxman? I can't do Jeremy Paxman. Oh. I can't do Christopher Walken either, but, you know, I give it a go. Chris Tarrant. Let it be Chris Tarrant. <laughs> okay. He's been in for a while. Oh, yeah. First film, Stu, Wimpy. Wimp- well, that was a film title. That was a, that was what it, what they were considering calling this film, Wimpy. Do you wanna- that McDonald's oh. film? No, I don't know. Do you want a quote? Know. Yeah. Uh Woo-hoo, come and stay at my hotel. Woo-hoo. I don't know if that's a real quote or not. No. Kick-ass. Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Oh. Uh, number two, Stu. Comfort food. I'll give you a quite a quote from it. <laughs> uh, he's filming himself with that girl. American Beauty. No, American Pie. Ah. Forrester scored. Number three? Yeah, I know. Uh, Star Beast. Star Wars? No. Can I give you a quote? Yeah. <laughs> He's got that thing in his stomach. He popped out. Alien. Alien, well done. Good job, didn't call it that. Yeah. Number four, Nottingham. Robin Hood. Yes. Uh, number five, Black Mask. The Mask? Uh, I'll give you a quote. Ooh, he's got a uh, pocket watch up his arse. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. That would have been good for uh <laughs> thingy, wouldn't it? Because it was him who said about getting a pocket watch. Wow. Uh, number six, A Boy's Life. Right, do you want to quote? Yeah. Ooh, you can use my phone. 
to phone home. PT. Yeah. What was the title? A Boy's Life. That's shit. I know. Um, number seven, House Ghosts. Ghostbusters. No, I'll give you a quote. A whim away, a whim away, a whim away. Oh, no, they're not seeing that in it. Blanking. They sing Beetlejuice, is it? Beetlejuice? Yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, that's it. That's the song. Um, number eight, $3,000. Uh, I'll give you a quote. Huge, big mistake. Huge mistake. Uh, hello. Pretty Woman. Uh, Do you know why it was going to be called $3,000? Because apparently that was the that's amount. What she of... were, that's what her charge was. Yeah. Um, number nine, Head Cheese. Head Cheese. Oh, do you like my really sharp gardening tool? I use it for killing teenagers. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, fuck's sake. And number 10, this is a double one, Stu. It's got two names. The Ship of Dreams or Planet Ice. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ridiculous name, isn't it? Planet Ice would have been better. Planet Ice. Why would they call it Planet Ice? I don't know. I think it was one of those... I don't know if it was ever going to be used, but you know when they're shipped to a cinema under a different name? Ah, oh, they had a working title thing, isn't it? And yeah, but all of these other the yeah. these others were considered pre-titles of these films. They're such weird, like when you think of like any of them, like they're so shit. A boy's life is the worst one. Yeah, for ET. Hey Stu, what's ET short for? Got small legs. Yeah. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. That's really weird. I asked um, Alexa to tell me a joke earlier, and that's the one she said. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, good old Alexa. She's trying. Before we go, did you watch the, any of the coronation? All of it. Right. So that's the end of the podcast. Stu, say goodbye. See ya. Soldier, look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meets you.